Alrighty, everybody, welcome to the first episode of the Iron Mountain Esports Update. This is going to be a show where we go over the, uh, for now, North American uh, standings uh, day after the matches come out, and we just get you guys an update kind of going over our notes, our um, thoughts and takes on the matches, and just getting that information out to you guys in a quick bite-sized format. We're going to start with Culture, and he's going to go over the uh, SSG versus E United game that took place last night which was the uh 22nd of june what's up guys uh i'm culture uh, you can call me ethan or culture if we ever meet in real life but uh we're we going over the ssg versus e united game uh starting off with the theme park map um ssg wins theme park uh no surprise there to most of you who are familiar with ssg's uh, performance in the past they are the most recent winners of the six invitational um they won seven four starting on uh defense um, what was interesting about this map for me, honestly, I was watching, uh, the VOD review and you're probably going to see a lot of strats that are going to come up in ranked, um, a lot of extended holds, especially when defending the top floor, um, pretty much every time the SSG or E United defended the top floor, they had an extended presence basically into the other sites. And that would be, um, bunk daycare and, um, office initiation. Um, essentially what would, what it would come down to was oftentimes time, um, SSG is known for their sort of utility soak and, uh, utility dump strats. And, uh, you could tell, uh, a lot of times the, or a few rounds, at least, um, the round came down to no time left on the, on the clock. So, uh, the first round, which was actually an armory thrown defense, um, SSG won, uh, by the time, um, and on the flip side of that, uh, EU United won round eight, which was initiation room and office uh, by the round timer, as well as uh, bunk daycare uh, by round timer, which was the round before that. Um, yeah, it was it was great. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was really uh, really interesting to watch. Um, Bosco had an amazing game. The dude went uh, nineteen and fifteen for both maps, um, or combined for both maps. Um, one in three on entry, so not super powerful on entry, but still had a great rating overall. Um, his cost rating was uh, 68% with a Siege GG rating of 1.24. But uh, I'd rather talk about Grixer, who had, came in with a KD of 23 and 18, which is positive five, with a six and one on entry. And most of that would be attributed to his play um, as Ying on the theme park map. Um, there was a Jaeger ban on Theme Park by e United, and you could tell that they had the Yang play thought up basically from the start. Um, it was kind of just in their mind, and they went for it. Uh, Grixer was playing Ying almost every attack round, and um, he got some very impactful frags um, as uh, Ying, which would open up the round and allow e United to win, especially when they attacked Lab Storage, which came down to actually elimination. The, the diffuser didn't even need to go down. Uh, against space station it was just united fragging out and they did a great job but other than that yeah it was just a, a great map yeah all right any other notes you guys want to say on that game i know for me personally um i really liked seeing the um counterplay between the strategies both from e united and ssg you know we we, we know ssg to be a, an incredibly um strat heavy team they've proven themselves mm -hmm. to be that in the past but uh, I really like how E-United clearly came prepared. And while they didn't win either maps, 
you could kind of tell that they came with ways to counter certain strategies that SSG had created. And uh, that was just really, really great to great to see, especially on the first day back. You know, it's really refreshing to have that like high level gameplay to watch there. Anything from you, Sheep? Oh, often, uh, sorry. Oftentimes, the uh, the way that they would counter uh, SSG's really strat-heavy defense was just by going really aggressive. Um, I noticed they played very aggressive the entire uh, the entire match. It was um, a lot of frags. That that's a great point. Um, there was one point where I think they were pushing into. Um, I want to say it was daycare. And they were just stacking bodies on the door, and it ended up w working. You know, like it, their their whole plan was to just be aggressive and take sight because SSG had such extended holds. So, uh, yeah, that aggressive play definitely worked out for them in most rounds. If 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 I it's oh sorry to cut you off there. No, that's just funny. Just kind of what, what you just said. Um, yeah, like SSG, so they're really known for that. They're like. Not roam heavy defenses, but like they definitely do play more offside than anchors. If you, uh, if I remember correctly, like yeah, I know a lot of extended like, holds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, a lot of extended holds. That's what I was trying to think. If you thank you, <laughs> so they do that. So like if you, so the best way to count on that is just push into site, like make them retake, and then all of a sudden you're a defender, kind of you know, in a way. Um, I mean like it's United is United. I think. They definitely look a lot better than they did last season. They looked uh, really good, honestly. They did. They looked a lot better. I didn't call it himself. I mean, he went. He was literally the worst player last season. And yeah. he finished, I think, like a 1.0 rating, something like that, I want to yeah, say. Flat 1.0. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that improvement right there. And it might be, I know they added, I think Big Oldsman is like the only one they really added as their coach, right? I don't think they, because Alfama. Technically, oh, honestly, I expected to play better. Added. Yeah, um, yeah, normally does. I think it's one of those things where it's just like I said, Grixer was really taken off, so he kind of had to take a it's kind of back up and let the guy with a hot hand kind of just go for it. And, yeah. You know, unfortunately, I agree. So, it didn't work out, but I mean, they keep playing like they can prove like to have this game. It, I mean, I don't think they'll finish top two in the league, but. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be top four, possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can see that coming down. They could, to, they could uh, definitely sneak in. Yeah, I could come. I could see it coming down to a, a point grab between themselves. Um, definitely, uh, tempo and um, maybe even oxygen. I mean, we haven't seen oxygen play yet, but um, with a new org behind them, we don't know if that's going to cause any sort of uh, ruptures in their in their old team chemistry. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, so. We had next, uh, we had maybe, uh, in fact, definitely had a more controversial game with uh, TSM versus Tempo Storm, seeing as Tempo Storm ha was able to pick the first team that they wanted to play against. And for some reason, they picked the third place winners of the uh, Rainbow Six Invitationals. So uh, we're going to let Sheep King take over the, analyst, the uh, analysis of this round. And uh, go ahead. Yeah, like you said, you know, they they were able to pick their opponent and they picked <clears throat> TSM and you know, just looking at it from paper I saw it off the start seemed really dumb. This did so like a good move. because uh, you know, at Temple they finished fifth last season. TSM like you said. They finished third place at SI, second place in NAPL last season. And they really didn't lose anybody. They you know, Pojo Man coaches them now, they picked up Chala instead, which 
turned out to be a really good move. <clears throat> but the first map was Oregon. Um, now, or old Oregon was pretty defensive-sided, if you can remember. And this new Oregon seems to be even more defensive-sided. There's one win on attack the entire game. Uh, that was round two of a TSM on a laundry attack. Um, the thing with, like, on Oregon. Sorry. So the thing with on Oregon, for TSM at least, is, like, on attack, they kept... It was always last-second pushes. Like, they were never... They were near sight, but they were on sight until, you know... 15, 10 seconds left, and they're always trying to make a last-minute push to try to get in, get a plant down, and it just it worked once. It never worked again. Now, that a lot of that, I think, probably best up to the Thatcher man, because they brought a lot of utility. And as of right now, Thatcher's pretty much the only counter to a bunch of it. So if you ban him out, it makes defending a lot easier. Um, and because of that, you know, T Tempo, sorry, Tempo, not TSM, Tempo finished 5-1, finished their defensive rounds 5-1 up. Um, and they look really good on their defensive rounds. Like, they played very well. They didn't peak stuff unnecessarily. They weren't just kind of throwing bodies at, at a, they were just, like, throwing bodies at them. They were just setting up. They had a refrags, and they did great. <clears throat> Switched up, TSM looked better. Uh, they came out like the first defense they had defensive uh, flawless round of defense, and I think they had two more. I want to say in there, the final, then their less their defensive rounds. They end up winning six rounds in a row. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, six. Yeah, they won six rounds of their own defense, which I mean isn't unheard of, but. They were doing it fantastic. I, it was, and Chala was a big, big part of that. Yeah, uh, I was actually going to just say that. Like, Chala came up so huge on Oregon. Mm -hmm. and it's really good to see how he stepped into Pojo Man's um, role in the yeah, team just... and filled it so, so well. He executed uh, everything that he needed to. He, he was had the most plants of the of the the rally. Uh, he had two plants over over both matches, um, and he still went plus seven on the day with a. A 1.16 rating. Mm -hmm. uh, it's amazing. He did yeah. so well. Like he, like Chala for his first game back, for his first map back, officially, did fantastic. Like you said, just that's the biggest issue, biggest worry coming this game for TSM was like, how are they gonna, how's Chala gonna do in place of Pojo? And he did. I'm not gonna say better than Pojo did, but he at least did as well as Pojo did. Uh, for the most part. Now, this, now that was the first map. First map is basically story was defense essentially. His defense they got one attack round that really let him win. Bottom Villa. Play other story. Um, probably one of the closest game. Really, really close game. Uh, back and forth. I think it was three. It was three three at the switch. Uh, for and. Temple, yeah, Temple started defense, I believe. No, sorry, Temple started attacking. Those are all messed up. Um, <clears throat> so Temple started attack, and real string I saw was like they were bringing La uh, Ayana in, and they're using her gadget like you probably should use her gadget, like an extra drone. So instead of like throwing drones and wasting drones, they were just have her there, have some like cover, 
throw a drone up, go in and get some information. Now, it still didn't work out every time with a frag. But it's still better than wasting a drone. Because at the end of the day, you go ahead and lose Nirvana. All right, cool. Her Gemini's down, but she still has the drone. And speaking of frags, I, I don't want to cut you off here, but um, out of the 27 rounds that were played yesterday between TSM and uh, um, Tempo Storm, uh, 25 of those were won by elimination. In fact, all of Villa, there was not a single um, round won by time running out or the diffuser being yeah. disabled. It was every single round came down to just getting kills. Um, and actually, round four and five of Oregon were the only rounds that were won by the round timer, and Tempo Storm took those. So it came down to TSM, I guess, not hitting their shots or just taking too long. To yeah, like I, like I said, they, it was just they kept pushing. They kept pushing super late, mm-hmm. and it was just they somebody didn't have diffusers off site. They just didn't have time. Yeah. Um, so this whole play with Tempo was like, but yeah, I mean, this is pretty much just they're gonna frag. Like <laughs> that's pretty much the story of this this game. Um, and, you know, they fragged. They both went back mm-hmm. and forth, back and forth, eventually went to OT, uh, which, you know, TSM won OT, obviously, 8-7. But uh, something I saw was pretty interesting. Like, usually, if you ask most people on Villa, like, what are the th- top three sites? Number one is going to be Aviation, Aviator Game. Number two will be Trophy Statue, Kitchen, Donny be your third choice. For this map, the uh, Trophy Statue was only played three times. Kitchen was the second site of most of that. Which that was, I don't know if it's just because of new meta going around where it's, there's a lot of utility you can kind of barricade yourself in there and do a little, I mean, vertical play also play a lot because you saw that clutch from Sloppy. I want to say it was on the second OT round. Well, Sloppy actually had two clutches. He did, yeah. But the one, I think it was OT, he was up top in trophy looking down Kitchen. And he got a chief on it. Chief was trying to defuse, and he got the kill on him. I th- mm-hmm. I can't, but anyway, <clears throat> but yeah. yeah. So that was really interesting. And also speaking of like, how you're talking about Grixer, you know, sloppy. He didn't have as great a game as Grixer or or Chala, but he still did pretty well. I mean, you know, for his this is his very first like pro league at all. Yeah. I mean, he had a few Challenge League games, I think, but I don't think he's really anything special. But he finished with point nine five as a rating. Um, minus two KD, minus three entry, uh, and then you said like he had the two one VXs. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, for that, for being a young kid, first in, that's pretty good. I mean, granted, it's not amazing, it's not groundbreaking, but that's the kind of thing you want to see from like a young player. Because starting mm-hmm. out, especially with the, especially the one VXs, the clutching. I mean, if you remember, game, yeah, keep going, keep going, go ahead. Like, I mean, for me, like, I know if I if I was running a team and I had a young player come in, and he was already able to start clutching rounds up for us, that's really and even we he didn't perform super well. I mean, he went six and eighteen through the match, so I mean, it's not terrible, but mm-hmm. you know, what are you gonna do? It's not like he's, he's not bolo or something like that. Yeah, you know, still really really good. So it's very promising. You're like, all right, cool. We have somebody who can, if we need somebody to clutch. He could do it. It's not like automatic, like, well, well, we're probably going to lose this round because it's so-and-so. Like, nope, Sloppy's on it. Well, we might win. Let's see how it works out. Yeah. And if you look back into last season, um, when Bolo's first Pro League match came came along, he didn't perform, you know, to that high yeah. you know, Bolo standard that we all thought he, he would have. He I would. mean, we've all seen the ranked clips. Everyone knows that Bolo's an insane player. Um, but when he came into Pro League, 
he sort of settled down, played a more team-oriented uh, game, and and didn't really frag out as much as you know people expected him to. Everyone thought, yeah. oh, Bolo's going to be on entry. Bolo this, Bolo that. He's going to be crazy with the gun. Um, but he kind of he was kind of showing a lack of and it took him a little bit to to yeah. come into his own. And if you see this game um, or this pair of maps here, um, Bolo went twenty-five and sixteen, which is. Um, an incredible performance. He, the, yeah. he was only outfragged by Achieved, who had one more kill than him. Yeah, I would also say that close. just to, just going along your point of Bolo, uh, everyone expecting Bolo to be the entry fragger and everything. He still really doesn't play entry frag. In fact, he mostly plays what I would consider like flex, maybe secondary support. A lot of times, he still doesn't really fit into that role that people expected him to um, coming into pro league. No, and I think it's one of the way TSM kind of plays it. Because, like, um, I think, I'm gonna, I'll probably say like Merc is probably their, like, you know, entry. And then, like, you're probably Bolo Achieve and Chala Gilo, but, like, there's the sports. But, like, I mean, looking, I, like, on the stats from CCG, you know, Merc, he was minus two. He was 16 18. Minus three on entry. You know, uh, let's see, Bolo plus nine, plus four on entry. Achieve is plus 12, plus two on entry. So, like, it seems like they don't. I'm not saying they're face checking, because they do. We do see them drone a lot. They do. They're one of the best, one of the better droning teams mm. in pro league. But they seem to just go on their racing and like they're very, very confident. They, they, they know that they have a bunch of gunners, and they're gonna, they're, they're gonna walk in and they're gonna shoot you, and you. That's it. They're just gonna click on your head, and it's just that's it. And yeah, you're gonna get, you're gonna get one or two of them. You'll, you'll get some kills. You'll, they'll lose some rounds. Mm. But at the end of the day, they're just gonna come in. They're just gonna overwhelm you. Yeah, yeah. And what I think was was one of the most interesting factors of this whole match was something that we mentioned at the very beginning. How how this was this matchup was Tempo Storm's pick. They chose to take it, take their fight to to TSM, who, mm -hmm. like you said, are, are a historically strong team, and they almost knocked uh, TSM yeah, off they... on, on both matches. Like you said before, I mean. Tempo Storm was up what five one at the round switch, and then yep. the only reason that TSM won is because they had that um, one. Attack, that they one. were on defense. You know, they yep. they they got a defender sided map. They won all of their defensive rounds, and that was it. But yeah. um, the one the, the round the attack they won the plants they got off uh, Geo got off. It was still very like very close. There's a couple like if I th think it might have been Forest, not Forest Forces EU. <laughs> um, I think it was Dream. maybe Chala. <laughs> no, was, yeah, maybe, I think it was Creator's accent thinking about it. But like he was coming on a flank, and like he just happened, like just he just missed his shot. If he hit the shot if, on Geo, I want to say they lose that round because it was like five seconds left. But they end up winning, win the game. But like tempo, like yours and like, tempo, they may have lost. And they may have lost like 2-0. But they looked really, really good. Like it's not like tempo last season where they got like ran through. Mm -hmm. One like thing they... that I do want to say though about Tempo Storm, and this is a little bit of a dig. Um, I don't think that um I don't think that Crazy should be too worried about taking taking the fight to um Oh, what what's that guy's name? Super. Yeah, I don't think Crazy needs to take worry about taking the fight to Super. I think I think with his performance, um Yesterday, I think going ten and, and nineteen overall. I think yeah, Super's gonna run away with it. He's gonna he's probably gonna yeah. trash him on Twitter later. Dude, 
He already did. I, 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 <laughs> I swear, he's like, I don't know how you guys are almost BTS. I'm close. Oh, I can't remember what he said. It was basically something like, "Wow, crazy, crazy had like a crazy had a career day. Can't believe you almost, you know, crazy how you guys didn't beat up TSM or something like that." Mm-hmm. I think that's and a ad. Uh, a great seg- a segue into uh, the last topic I wanted to kind of cover here as we're kind of winding down is uh, what do you guys think are the most important stories that are going to be coming out of uh, the matches that we saw last night? Um, you know, you, you were mentioning uh, crazy versus super on Twitter. Uh, what else do you guys think? What do you think's like the most important things to pay attention to uh, either going into Thursday's matches or uh, the league as a whole going okay. forward? Or sorry, um, Wednesday's message. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, personally, I think that one of the one of the storylines. Obviously, we've all seen that the beef is going to be the crazy versus super beef, and I think it's There's mostly lighthearted because, the, well, yeah. But um, yeah. But I think one of the more interesting things that we should watch is how Space Station also had the the fight taken to them by a, a team that we would all probably agree last season was comfortably at the at the lower end of the the leaderboards. So it's similar. It's a similar thing that that we saw with G two, actually, when they were uh, at the height of their of their performance, and they were just winning every uh, every every game, every tournament in sight. But then slowly, the European team sort of caught up to them, and showed them that they could be unseated as the the kings of siege. Um, and I think that you know, with SSG coming fresh off the the win of the Six Invitational. Um, we're gonna we're gonna have to see if any team can be that sort of catalyst that takes SSG off of their throne, or if they can defend it and, and truly say that they are one of the only two teams that were able to defend a six invitational uh, ch- a trophy. Yeah, I, I think that's gonna be one of the bigger things. Like if SSG can move, like keep the momentum going, which I think they should be able to. Do. I I I don't see. Disrupt being a disruptor. Ha. Hmm. Um, that was a good one. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just don't see it happening. I, I think it, I, I'd be more than I'd be honestly shocked if like SSG auction wasn't one two. And depending on how disrupt looks, since auction, it's like, yeah, I'd say call it probably. I don't say call. I keep. I don't know why I want to talk about call out so much, but like. EU, probably I I I put him third probably. You put EU at third place overall. You really think though? Not not third. Third in Group A overall. Third in Group A. Oh yeah. Yeah. No overall no. I I that's why I don't think they're finishing higher than fifth. I would say that EU got the unlucky uh, pick uh, for their group uh, with with how um, Tempo played yesterday. I think that. Obviously, playing against TSM, I don't know if EU is going to be able to take the fight to another gunning team like they did with a strat-heavy team in SSG. Yeah. So I think I think they might be in the I mean, hot seat coming in fourth place this season. I don't know. That's, that's just based off of today, though. That yeah. is just based off of or the, or, or I think that's, I mean, that's something we'll have to wait and see for sure. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to like, tomorrow's Definitely. game. Like, DC yeah, we really... Against... Uh, yeah, absolutely. So tomorrow we have uh, Oxygen versus, um, help me Disrupt. out here, guys. Disrupt. Disrupt. Okay, Oxygen versus Disrupt, which is going to be interesting because Nyx just came off of the old Reciprocity roster, 
and it was replaced, I think, with Biologic. Bio. Yeah, Bio. Um, and then what's the other game we've got tomorrow? DZ versus, versus Sonics. DZ versus Sonic. So that's going to be a very interesting game. We'll have to see how um, our God Emperor of NA um, <laughs> it goes. It, it makes his first showing in a pro league again. So we'll see oh, how that I, goes. My, my, <laughs> yeah, super. First overall pick. What's super, that? Oh, yeah. yeah, super. My first overall pick. What? Yeah, yeah I picked. Honestly, I literally I picked super first overall. Oh yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. My very first absolutely, pick. Absolutely waste of a pick. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't listen. Achievo's still in the board round two. I gotta go. Team. You could have picked Rampy. He was MVP. Like I could have picked Rampy. He was. <laughs> all MVP. right, guys. Well, I think that means we're gonna days. we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up here. I want to thank you all very yeah. much for listening to our first episode here. We should be back up on Thursday, giving you that day after report and analysis um, back on the NA League. Uh, If you guys have any suggestions or comments uh, about the show, let us know. Don't forget to rate on your specific podcast apps. And do keep in mind that Iron Mountain is sponsored by Disruptive. If you are looking for a new energy drink to get your hands on, uh, Clutch is now in pre-order. You can go to disruptive.gg and use uh, the variety of creator codes, which I'll be dropping in the description. Um, You can use those to get 10% off on their website. Uh, With that being said, we're going to go ahead and sign off for the day. I want to thank you all very much for listening, and we'll see you all later. Bye. See you, dudes. Dudes and gals.